1: All welcome to the Jump Time Outfit Podcast for round 20, 20 21, 20. yep, yeah, come on, get to it. 21, Where come to you from Wayne, yep. Jackson, Wayne Jackson Studios and, Studios and Rod Carter Studios, I know where we're coming from. from. John and and Marks. what are you so keen about, mate? What are you so keen about?
0: Oh, Michael, I'm sorry to rush you for the intro there, but I thought that there was no reason for us to dilly-dally. Let us talk about possibly the greatest moment that this <laughs> podcast has ever witnessed, as Hawthorne have fallen apart Right before our very eyes, and junk timers, as if we thought them plummeting to the bottom of the ladder couldn't get any better. They announced a succession plan which lasted approximately two and a half weeks. Now this is (laughs) as fuck. I'm, I'm just delirious with excitement, Michael. Where do you begin? Yeah, where do you begin? Oh, where do you begin? Firstly, can I just say, for me, Jeff it for life. Like, don't I know he's he said I'm I'm going to stay an extra three years to get him through these troubled times. No, Jeff, you stay for the term of your natural life from here, son. We need you. the The rest of the AFL, we want you around. We've seen what you're capable of,
1: and we want more of it, Jeff. Do you remember when he one of his early speeches as president, and he said, mm. um, "You won't be hearing from me. I'm just going to be in the background."
0: <laughs> <laughs> But do you reckon, like, every person who was was under his reign in Victoria went, "Mm, I don't know about that, Hawthorne fans. I think you might think. You know, this is a man who said that Alistair Clarkson needed to go back to the Magoos to coach, which has never been done in the history of ever, and has gone, uh, we need to send him back. And then they went on to win three flags in a row. But let's not talk about the glory days. Let's talk about... The rest of the comp's glory day, which happened on Friday afternoon or Friday morning, actually. Now, I, and this is how excited I was, I was in Pilates when the news broke. Because it's one of those things. Where were you the day that Clarko got sacked from Hawthorne?
1: Really? You do Pilates? That is an extra level of of revelation about you that I did not know. And that 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 actually makes me feel a bit uncomfortable that I've been doing mate, this podcast for this long with you and you are mate, doing this Pilates. Core, this core does not build Pilates. itself. Mate. Oh my God. Mate, what anyone you do, who's
0: been to anyone who's been to a live show has seen that I am just so strong through the hips. I can't be taken
1: down on stage. Mate, what you do, it's very simple. If you want to have the body of Michael Chamberlain, you get up at 4am, you chuck down oh, some yeah. egg, egg yolks,
0: <laughs> you yep. chase a
1: chicken around a backyard, and <laughs> then you go into the Iron Paradise and you clang and bang, just like Dwayne the Rock Rod Johnson, okay? You don't do Blasties. Okay. Oh, my God.
0: Anyway, I pick my phone up after pilates because you've got to turn it off. It's a quiet time. You've got to get uh, at one with your body. Yeah. And the first message I see is from you, and it says... Clarko's been sacked from Hawthorne and I I don't know if I've ever been happier you know you just go you just go we've just come out of lockdown the lo- the world is suffering through a pandemic but this news just brought me so much
1: joy Michael it's the little things yeah it's the little things can get you over the line in these tough times in these dare I say unprecedented times Adam
0: they are unprecedented. And what I loved about it, right, so I was excited on the drive home thinking about all the tweets I was going to fire off, what I was going to do. You know, I posted one of uh, holes punched in the wall and said, this is Clark on his way out of Waverly. I was like, that was fucking great. I said, you know, Hawthorne have just sacked David Teague. That's a fucking other cracker. Like <laughs> I was on fire. Right? And then I was so excited that I ring you and I go, hey, mate, what about we do an emergency pot? I reckon it would be really fun. Our listeners would be into that. And you... Captain fucking Handbrake go, oh, nah, they haven't fully announced it. They haven't had the press conference yet. We should wait and see what Hawthorne says. You fucking weak
1: dog. But that's what we were going off from about 9.30am till about 4 or 5 when they actually did do the press conference. We were going off the article, so fair enough, fair enough. Like, I mean, and and obviously it turned out to be true and the like, but it was was really an article in The Age from Caro and Sam McClure, and I'm dipping... uh Caro did the heavy lifting in that article, <laughs> 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 but that's where we're going off. But also by the fact, I was like, I mean, I, I mean, we're getting behind the scenes of uh, of the Junction Mouth podcast. But I was also mm. like, I kind of, kind of couldn't really find out where the humour was by the fact that what there was humour. No, 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 <laughs> there was humour. There was humour. Michael. There was humour. But you, I mean, what you wanted was for me to get on and be sad and crying and being like, oh my god, my you yes. know hero has left the club. When yes. in reality. Yes. This might be yep. controversial, from my mail, mm, mm. and you've been hearing some mail. Yes, it sounds like it's actually a good decision, and it's been they. Okay, our mail mm. is that. I think it's fair to say that the hawks don't seem to want him there. From the mail that we've been getting from the male people, and we have we but um, we have made sure that we've jumper punched them. I mean, oh yeah, when we, we, we have a lot of mailmen. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, that's yeah. obviously a junk time guarantee. Yeah. You are going to jump a bunch of person. Yeah, we we get more deliveries than a fucking bikey company. <laughs> so, uh, so I must say, from a, a, a uh, summing up the entire situation, I was like, okay, it's been messy, and you don't want to be the club that's messy. I mm. mean, you know this for the last uh, twenty five years of sporting health. <laughs> <Cali>. But, <laughs> um, but I was like, okay, that sounds like there is more going on. Mm. than has been reported. We should should have done the emergency pod. I think it
0: would have been great for the listeners. Just to hear me revel like I am now with, you know, just pure conjecture, it would have been great. Even though we do have more to go on right now. But it's really weird. Like, what I find interesting is that everyone's going, you're getting rid of a four-time premiership coach and you're bringing in a rookie. But the word, the rumours are, and I think they're pretty strong, is that he'd become toxic around the club people were sick of him around there you know he was bullying people it was just getting a bit of a mess in at hawthorne and like you know graham wright had left the club like really important people had gone i
1: fucking can't deal with this Uh, dude anymore there was one article i think might have been Carol as well she mentioned that he'd fallen out with graham wright and i was like yeah uh, it was a very weird kind of uh relationship to end and it's like okay well what what happened there like it was just a, a sentence it didn't go into any more detail than that but What, he left for Collingwood maybe November, December last year, would you say? Yeah, Um, yeah, I would say. I would say that indeed. (laughs) I'm glad you're saying
0: that. (laughs) Um, I'm not afraid to say that Graham Wright left Hawthorne at the end of last year. They've seen he has
1: a kind of strained relationship with Justin Reeves. Absolutely. And I think if you're around Jeff Kennett for long enough, you have a strained relationship with him, you know? like
0: uh, Yeah. Uh, No, they've said at times, toxic. You can't really... I think when they say at times, right, that just means you're either openly hostile or you're not occasionally because you can't come back from, if you're uh, so-called, you know, in a relationship with someone and it turns toxic, you're not really walking back from that. And then it becomes toxic again. And then it's good. I think he clearly hates the guy's guts and wanted, I think he was just trying to stamp his authority on the club and they were trying to pull it away from him. Cause I'm hearing that a lot of the leaks that were coming out of Hawthorne were coming from uh, a very high up position from someone who may have been maneuvering to get themselves out of the club and, you know, get the band-aid ripped off sort of thing. If you know what I'm saying, you know what I mean? You is, know, that, you hear
1: me? is that mail that you've got? Have you got mail? It's mail. Male?
0: Male, I'm hearing mail that uh, a certain person may have been, you know, already chatting to other clubs in case this shit did go down as quickly as it did, you know, even though this certain person, I don't want to name names, but this guy came out. And said that he was loyal to, you know, the Brett Rattons and the Luke Beverages and the Damien Hardwicks and the Luke Hodges and the... and the, uh, Jews. you Jews. Know, yeah, all those guys. He said all of them, all of the Jews and all of the, you know, uh, Jordan Lewis's and your, and your buddy Franklin's. He was loyal to all of them. And I don't, I don't want to say who this person is, but apparently he may have been, you know, sussing out whether other clubs are into him.
1: And then there's also mail that maybe that someone just thought if they can wrangle this deal, they can spend next year and get paid out entirely. And don't actually have to coach. And so they don't have to lift a finger and still get, you know, uh, what, 25, 30 grand a week. Um, But there's now talk that Hawks are going to maybe pay that over two or four years um, by the fact that. I I think
0: they have to do it over two. I don't think they can do it over four. I think that had come out, but that Um, AFL just went. To get around the soft cap tax. Yeah. So there's a lot going on.
1: But did you turn on SEN? Um, Oh, mate. It was fucking magical. I actually haven't listened to SCN for a while, and I must say, because um, I found it a little bit difficult to get up here in um, in Sydney. Um, now they hang on just
0: before you get to uh, talking about SEN and Clarko, SCN has launched in Sydney, hasn't it?
1: They've launched in Sydney. They're in W. They're in Perth, and they're in Adelaide too. So but, um,
0: yeah, is there is there like a breakfast a breakfast show that you listen to? Who do they have in the morning's chamber? You've got to be all over
1: it for SCN New South Wales. Yeah, uh, let me have a quick look. But I actually haven't listened for a while because I actually have downloaded the app a few times and like by the location that you have to have, I couldn't get Melbourne. Um, And then that
0: makes it a bit pointless to get the app, doesn't it? I mean, you want to like like if I'm in if I'm in Baghdad and I want to listen to SEN (laughs) because I'm just like I'm sick of hearing you know rockets flying overhead, but I want to know what's happening in the trade. Surely they don't go. You got to tune into Baghdad SEN.
1: Well, and now I'm looking up here, and again, SDN, You got to do a better job here because I tried this again. I tried this last Friday as well, SDN, on the Melbourne website. They don't have, they don't tell you what the shows are. So I'm trying to work out like what the shows are. So you know, Gary and Tim, obviously, and then Jared, and then it doesn't have a list of programs. No, no. And so it's like just a whole bunch of different channels. And it's like, and come on, SDN, fucking hell. You don't, don't be the fucking AFL website. Oh, yeah, be don't better. get me started on the fucking AFL website. Anyway. I had Hold another it. moment with Hold that it. just about ten minutes ago. Fucking tell you what, fucking send me the fucking email of the fucking webmaster. We need to dox that. <laughs> we need to dox that motherfucker. He has okay. fucked up everything. Um. Anyway, listen now, to SCN. Yeah. Now, one thing I would say to SCN,
0: right? You know, that people are passionate about footy. You've heard them at the. You've heard them at the footy. They even put a text number. Text number. Uh, text yeah a a number you can text up on the the big screen saying if anyone uses colorful language or displays bad behavior text this number right so you know people are very passionate about their footy and sometimes they get carried away therefore there is a little thing in radio and tv that they use called delay now if you are surrounded by passionate supporters how can you not be in motherfucking delay And this happened a couple of weeks ago where someone rang up Jared Waitley and asked if he thought Nathan Buckley was circumcised and that went to air and you go, Jared, that was a
1: month ago, six weeks ago, mate. Be in fucking delay. Know your audience. Now was that person, okay, that's that's just a general prank call. Like was there any background to that or anything or? No, but the lead up to it was really interesting because he talked about Buckley's
0: history. He was obviously very well um, educated in bucks and, Everything he's done, and that was the final thing he puts her in. And Jared just did a, oh Michael,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they just cut him off. Well, there was an example about a week ago when um, uh, Alan Jones went on uh, the Kyle and Jackie O show, um, mm-hmm. and he started sprouting a bit of COVID falsehoods, and so they yes. they bleeped out a bit of that stuff. Or did they? And Pauline yeah, Hanson yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so there was a Hawthorne supporter who got online and I've got that on my Twitter. I retweeted a thing. Uh, Chamberlain yeah. M, C-H-A-M, Berlin, as in the city, M oh, at Twitter. have never thought of it like that. That's... Fuck, t- dude, i fucking tell you a story. So my sister-in-law, she's, uh took the name of Chamberlain and mm-hmm. she said she goes into shops or whatever or gives it over the phone. She goes C-H-A-M, Berlin, as in the city. And she told my mum that. And we she told us and we were like... That has never entered our mind in our entire fucking life, like it's generations of Chamberlains. Yeah, because it's like usually L A I N Lane, Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah. So the like number razor. of times I've been on the phone, being like Chamberlain, uh, L I N, no, no, L A I N, no, 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 L-I-N, <laughs> L-I-N no, L, and so genius. Now I say CHAM and then Berlin, as in the city. People go, "Yep, cool, no worries." Um, and anyway. so, when do you want that sex doll sent to you? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so are the, are the answer to that is fucking immediately, mate. Lockdown, <laughs> I'm lockdown, I'm in lockdown's lockdown, lockdown's grim. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a bubble buddy. Do you have a bubble buddy? <laughs> so, a bloke called up. I don't know his name, but I've retweeted it. So, uh, yeah, check it out. But um, he called up and <laughs> he's gone. If I'm gonna, if I saw Jeff Kennett in the street, I'd punch him in the face. And Jared, being a mild-mannered uh, man, he said, "No, don't do that." And he's Hang going, "Hang on, you didn't?"
0: Oh yeah, right. So he's, he's just said, "Punch him in the face." At this stage, has a sworn?
1: No, no, no. Yeah, punch him in the face. And he's going, "Love Jeff, it, love Jeff, it." Jeff Kennett can get fucked. He can get fucked. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. And then he can hear Jared go, um, uh, "Are we on delay? Are we, are we yeah. cut that out?" And then, and then, and obviously went to air. And then I think about three minutes later, when he found out that it went to air, Jared was like. Look, it's a real privilege to be on the airwaves. <laughs> 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 it's, it's a privilege and uh, we like, like to be respectful. And <laughs> And then friend of the show, Danny McGinley. I love it when it's the fucking running of the fuckheads. I'm, like, I love it. Um, but friend of the show, Danny McGinley, he said he heard one. And he said he was furious. He was like, I'm a Hawthorne fan for 35 years, been a member for two. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. come on, get on board, get on board, and also, what do you mean for two? What you just decided in twenty nineteen? You go, oh, I reckon, I reckon this this team could be all right, dude. Like it was hilarious, like, the, and I love the outrage, and it was, it was probably mainly directed at Jeff. Um, oh, absolutely, because he's kind of orchestrated it and said that it's all going to be fine, yeah, and then it
0: blew up so fucking quickly, and it's kind of weird. Like everyone was sort of okay with Mitchell taking over in twenty twenty three, but the reality is, it of it is that. You were sacking Clarko either way and they just kind of ripped the bandaid off. And if you're Sam Mitchell, you go, yeah, I don't want that fuck with, uh, you know, giving two different messages. Because I was saying down at the club, the VF, uh, the Box Hill team were playing different to the AFL team. I.e. they must have been winning. Yeah, sure. Um, um, he said uh, there was um, I- I- assistant I've been coaches that, um, almost I mean, in
1: fights. Sam Mitchell's been strong on players telling him yeah. to be good in the shoebox. And then Clarko's is that right? giving the address and he's saying, we need to shake and bake. And it's like, you can't have that kind of <laughs> messaging out there. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Like Sam Mitchell's telling
0: his players to go out and do the syringe thing. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Clarko's saying, don't do that. You snap them
1: from behind when no, they can't see is you. No, this what you do. Little things You, like you that. say to a respected uh, legend, you better fucking retire, you fucking weak cunt, as they leave the game. Yeah, claim. exactly. That's what, yeah. I mean, you can't have that kind of messaging going around the club.
0: Mixed messaging. It's tough. It's really tough. I mean,
1: I mean, uh, I remember when they played Adelaide. Um, mm. Was that in Adelaide? I'm trying to remember. But uh, when they played Port Adelaide earlier this year, like um, uh-huh. Sam Mitchell said, "Don't punch a Port fan in the throat." And Clark, I was like, <laughs> "No, you got to punch a Port fan." In the throat. Yeah, yeah. But you know Again. what? I, I, I do think. Okay, we're, we're jumping around a bit, but I there's maybe uh, see if you agree with this. Mm. Even though that might be a... Well, okay, our mail... Hang on, let me just
0: say, if it's coming from you, I'm going to say no, I don't, but continue.
1: Yeah, sure. Our mail Mm. is that there's a bit more going on behind the scenes and they want him out, okay? Yeah. And Jeff has been the front man of this decision. But... Yep. Is it good that Jeff is in that position by the fact he's had 30 years of people calling him a cunt every single day when he walks down the street. And oh,
0: so, yeah. so so someone had to do it and it needs to be All this a, a stuff is man. kind of
1: water off the duck's back for him. And he said he yep. said in a letter to the members, he said, I, know, I knew I was going to cop the flack for this, but yeah. I had to make the call. So is it better to have a kind of president like that who's like, I can wear it, as opposed to like a, you know, I'm going to do air quotes, kind of softer, younger you know, maybe in a more tentative president yeah, yeah. than someone who just yeah, goes, M- I did it. You're yeah, Matt LeBlanc. You can say whatever LeBlanc, you want, but example. I'm I'm not gonna change my mind.
0: Well I guess it's like when Essennan eventually got rid of Kevin Cheedy. It had to be done. Someone had to do you it. You kinda You're have to kill Bambi, bad. don't
1: you?
0: Yeah, yeah. And also like not just not to shoot him, but back over him, you know, yeah, behead like him, stuff him. Sausages
1: out of him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really get up to it. You're in a hiding to but
0: nothing when you get rid of
1: a legend of y- a club. You
0: are But can I just say, thank you, Hawthorne, today. They were paying $5.10 for the win, and I got on board because there was nothing surer than Clarko making sure this team had a win after he'd been sacked. So thank you, Hawthorne Football
1: Club. I love you. Well, actually, it's kind of interesting because usually, you know how clubs will win a game after their coach has been sacked? The dead cat bounce. But the coaches left. So we're in the weird position where the coach got sacked, but we won, but it was still the same coach.
0: Yeah, yeah, you've mixed it up, so it's all happening, it's all happening So just where he ends up too, because Clarko, and you know, he said he's an honest man Like even how last week he said, I'm coaching 2022, sort of didn't work out But now he said he's having a gap year, so he's not even going to be a Carlton or Collingwood So that's fucking bad luck for those two teams
1: Yeah, sure, so do you reckon you want him at Carlton? Um, because you have a bit of a history of that kind of getting the Pagan, getting the... Mo- I know, get, I know. Getting your Pagans, getting your houses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you actually want him there? i seen... Because you don't want it to be I a revenge tour. Like, Malthousers is clearly a revenge tour. Pagan, not so much. That, pagan just got jack of it. Yeah. And I, he-
0: I think that was my problem with those two, is it seems that they'd rung dry the, what they had with the talent they had. Both of them took over fairly... Middling teams Carlton were on the way down When Moulthouse took
1: over Wait, wait, but wait wait. Were they ever On the way up? <laughs> we played We played finals Two years before Mate, we I know, Brett I know It's called the fucking banter We've had for seven, eight years cunt.
0: <laughs> See, that's your true side Showing through there But I think Clarko's got more To show I mean, you guys beat Brisbane today And I think he is capable Of taking The Carlton list Which showed on Friday night how bloody damaging they can be, mate, with Charlie Curnow and Big H, you know, strolling around that forward line, prowling the forward line. I think he can do it, but um, you just don't want that. I mean, you know, if we're in the finals, I don't give a fuck how toxic it is down at Carlton. You just want to play, you know, you want to be
1: there in September. I would actually be interested to find out how old Maltas and Pagan were when they went to the club. So when did Maltas go there, 2013? 2013, yeah, that was his first year. So he was sixty, and then Pagan okay. was fifty-five, I think. I think Clarko is fifty-three. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I mean, you kind of forget because you know he got the job very young and been there seventeen years, so it all lights up. But um, has he missed his window, Adam? I mean, of, of uh, getting another job.
0: I think the person I would prefer down at Carlton because I imagine Collingwood would have to be in the box seat, wouldn't they? The bigger club, you know, probably maybe they're looking at it going. They've got the better list. The kids have been playing well the last few weeks, you know. But Carlton's having the review done at the moment. Who knows where he'll end up?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, could the AFL kind of get him to Gold Coast? I mean, they I mean, got, they would. They what a coup that would be. If they got roost to Melbourne.
0: Yeah, and also, you know, they got done by 98 points today. And the thing with the Gold Coast, and I hate saying this because, you know, you want them to go really well, but they're f- so irrelevant. Like, you know, they, they won't be – they'll hardly be – like when Carlton lose, we lost to North, it led pretty much every footy show. The Gold Coast, they'll talk about it, they'll say it's disappointing, but they'll move on. But again, something needs to happen at that club. And if you're a Gold Coast supporter, you'd be filthy and you go, if Clarko's out there and, you know, if um, – Tony Cochran's Real About wanting to get This club somewhere better Than What better than the man Who You know Taught Stewie Do everything he knew Than fucking The man
1: The man um, And he has A previous relationship With um, Mark Evans as well Like I don't know Where I yeah. stand today But like you know Maybe that's someone That he wants to work with again And um, I mean The AFL got Mark Evans there You know Yeah Yeah um, that's true That's true um, Yeah no, it's, it, uh, Football is a It's a funny game Adam it, it is a funny game. And
0: the, and the carbon review has started coming out this week. There's been um, a little, a few leaks here and there, which is what you want, which is what you want after a review, just a leak here and there. But um, how's this? And this is a fucking good review, right? This, I mean, Graham Lowe, Matthew Pavlich and Jeff Walsh, they have done their digging, right? They said um, there's a lack of player development. I mean, how did they come across this? <laughs> how did they know that Sam petrevsky seaton who's been there for five years and hasn't come on, and being the player that we want to be, how did they pick that up? I mean, Where that, do they get that information from? They must be asking some hard questions of people.
1: That must be why they got them. Like, like Carlton mm. said, we need the best of the best to come in and, yeah. and analyse this stuff. And then they yeah. said, let's look at the uh, player development and we're like, mm. look at our results over the last 20 years. And they go, yeah, yeah. hey, I, I tell you what, hey, mm. uh, they, they call me Super Pab for a reason. <laughs> I reckon <laughs> I don't miss player development here. <laughs>
0: I don't miss. i tell you what the other thing I noticed. I noticed. Oh, by the way, I'm doing this in Perth, by the way. I'm yeah. doing this in Perth.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I, I can't be in there at 9 o'clock because that's 7 o'clock over here. Yeah. I'll join you at 11. I, sorry, I can't hear breakfast. you guys,
1: but the, the Zoom call is breaking up. I can't, I yeah. can't hear you. Yeah. Can we get on I'm, Skype? I'm the,
0: yeah. I, I've got to go to, uh, to, to Rotnest. I'm fucking hanging out for the day. <laughs> um Consistency long injury list. So they would have looked at the injury list and we're up to, I think it's 16 players that are currently out of the se- out of the team. And they would have looked at that and gone, wow, that looks long. And then someone said, has this been happening for a little bit? And one of them goes, it's been at least two weeks. So they go, that is consistently long. Tell you what,
1: 14 days. I mean, I, I just said, Adam, a week is a long time in football. Okay. Yeah, so two it, weeks is fucking. Double it. Yeah. Oh, mate, eternity. Eternity. And they said there's meddling from
0: outside departments into football matters. So you're telling me that maybe someone from marketing came in and said, hey, when you're kicking a goal, can you not put your uh, hand over the fucking sponsorship thing as you tap the Carlton insignia, move it down a little bit so we show uh, the Great Southern Bank logo and therefore we keep our revenue? And they went, you can't be doing that to footballers. They need to concentrate on football. And that's probably where we've fallen apart. We're too worried about the sponsors on the day.
1: But they talk about player clicks as well. With mm. large and in some cases unjustified salaries, an issue. Yeah. So the rich kids maybe are hanging out with the rich kids, and the povo kids are hanging out with the povo kids.
0: No, you know what I reckon this has come to. They've gone. How the fuck has Mitch McGovern got eight hundred grand a year for five years when I am playing football? And not sitting out injured every mm-hmm. week, and I'm on four hundred and fifty thousand, and I start talking to all the other blokes who are on four hundred and fifty thousand, and we all say, "Get fucked, Mitch McGovern." Yeah,
1: sure. I mean, that was the that was the thing I was saying as well. But you know, um, but I do reckon there would be clicks based on wages at football clubs. I think there'd be clicks in terms of like army army, like you'd feel like the top five players of the club. I reckon there would be a bit of a click of like, we're in the team every week. We're making the big money. Yeah, yeah. We're driving Stay the fast out of my cars. way. I think there would be actually yeah. a bit of a kind of group that would develop. Well, I think that happens in any kind of workplace. You just
0: you gravitate to the people you like and then you start talking about other people and you go, he's a bit of a dickhead. Like, you know, like when we worked together and people used to say that about, I, we used to invite you to stuff, but it was just like because we didn't <laughs> want you to, you know, feel left out.
1: I uh, mate, I would just throw the diamond uh, Amex uh, behind the bar <laughs> and just say, uh, "Help yourselves, people." <laughs> You're good like that. You're good like that.
0: Now, speaking of uh, of great punch-ons, have you been watching the Olympics?
1: I have. Yes, I've been really enjoying it. Obviously, I'm in lockdown here still, uh, as mm-hmm. I will be, I think, for the next uh, seven months uh, up here in Sydney. So I have been watching. Have you got
0: yourself a bubble buddy, Michael? I'm worried
1: about you. Uh, I think about well I, I think about that adam but but I sleep with so many people, so mm, That's true I that need is to, true. It's, you know you gotta make sure it's someone you know that you can um you know uh, narrow down you can't can't chain chamber down well that's the thing um yeah. i don't want the others to get jealous either yeah um, no, that's fair enough but uh no it's fine it's fine. I just kind of go to the shops and uh been chilling out this week uh' I've had a tile party, shop opened yet <laughs> costume shop open oh dude. Oh, oh God, what,
0: have I, what have I done?
1: What have I done? Okay, so costume shop, fucking, they're shut. It's shut, mate. It's okay. Calm down. They're shut. I saw one today. Tile shop. Tile shop one, shut, yeah? I saw one today open and I was like. Costume shop. No, no, costume shop, still shut, still shut. Okay. Uh, Tile shop shut. Um, I wish I hadn't asked this, but go ahead. What's the other one? Carpet shop shut. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking walk past a Thai massage place that's open seven days a week that and can't was be like, open i was like are you fucking kidding me are you fucking kidding me the massage place is open now yeah. the only thing i can think is that maybe does massage fall under some kind of medical thing like
0: oh i i, I would say they might but what what time is it open till is it open is it open past eight thirty p.m because then you're going there's so many times at 10 o'clock at night where you're like, oh, my back is Yeah, for fucked. sure, for I sure. really? I to,
1: a good rule of thumb is like if the open flashing sign is yeah. red, <laughs> you kind of know. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, but I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, okay, if you fall under medical or something or health maybe, like I'm thinking how many customers actually need it for actual health and how many are just like going in because they go, I just want to be rubbed down for a while. And then I also just getting a massage? Just getting a massage during a fucking pandemic? Like when they're fucking literally cases like suburbs away. You're just lying there getting awed up and breathed on by I find I found it remarkable. Remarkable. Yeah, but everyone's wearing a mask. I mean you sure you're taking your undies off, but you've got your mask on, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> anyway, that's my uh that's my that's my shop of the week. <laughs> I appreciate it. Appreciate but I have been watching the Olympics, I've been loving it, yeah. Oh, I do love it. I do love it. I do love it when an Australian uh, swimmer uh, drops a fuck. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing stuff. And then follows it up with a shit. But you can
0: do that because you've got gold. It doesn't matter. You could go, fuck all you low dog, you know, (laughs) and just let people know. And they'd be like, oh, that's adorable. She just won gold. Good on her. She's deserved it. I'm waiting for the rock climbing to start. I want to watch the rock climbing. Uh, I watched the... um uh, the BMX, the Australian, was a Matt, Matt Logan? Is that his name? Who won gold today. And it was fucking... Fuck, it was cool the way they rode. It was, it was, it was fucking sick, mate.
1: Oh, and uh, did he have uh, footy cards in his spokes? Yeah,
0: Hey-oh. It's good, it's good. It's a shame that there's lockdown and you can't be out doing this material. <laughs> now, uh, the news continues to roll on in the AFL where... Um, Boxing, combat boxing, has been banned by the AFL because
1: of what happened at Hawthorne with um, uh, Jacob Koziski and Mitch Lewis. Yeah, so it was probably about round ten or so. Yeah, uh, if people don't remember, and Mitch Lewis got a concussion uh, after Cozy, um well, they tagged w- him. Well, yeah, it kind of the, the way I think Clarko described it. He, he uh, Mitch Lewis zigged when he should have zagged. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> and got a cop in the head and so they got a concussion so had to take a few weeks off and then didn't get back in the team I think until about round 18 or so. Um, yeah. So the AFL's come out and they've... They said you can still do boxing but not individually, like not one-on-one. Right. And you have to be under the supervise... Uh, uh, what do you call supervisor? The AFL
0: integrity unit has to watch every... You basically have to have a proper ring with judges and uh, round girls at every fight, yep. and it's proper. And you've got Mick Gatto and other bikers and stuff watching on. Yeah, that's the only way you can box. And you
1: have to have James Brown come out and sing <laughs> "Living in <Yeah>. America" before <laughs> you yeah, begin. Yeah.
0: yeah, which which is amazing—a hologram of <laughs> James Brown. And then Bevo came out and went, Hey, AFL, none of this fucking blanket cover bullshit. We're gonna continue to box because you just can't come out and just, you know, tell everyone to do it. Just cause just cause Hawthorne fucked it up for everyone doesn't mean that, you know, we're gonna suffer the consequences.
1: Yeah, but your club shit this year. I mean, we've really fucked up a lot of stuff, haven't we? Yeah. Um, I mean I hope they don't hear about the, the dog fights we have at Hawthorne because because <laughs> then every club will get banned. But yeah. there was a funny thing because they did the investigation. Actually, they Actually, got went to work safe. Like, oh, okay. They went up the ranks and they had a videotape of it. And they talked about they weren't wearing helmets. And then the club said that the helmets actually increase the... No, no,
0: no, not the club. Clarko said yeah. it increases the, the surface, surface area, area of the head. So you yeah. have kind of a yeah. bigger
1: target to aim at.
0: Yeah, which is why American football is the most dangerous uh, sport in the world. That that would be so safe if they removed the helmets. That that <laughs> game has suffered for, from CTE
1: and concussions for so
0: long because of those stupid helmets. You get rid of them,
1: fucking everyone's fine. But Clarko's then, right. But then there was the thing from Clarko. It was something along the lines of like uh, uh, there was a rumour that he, you know, said tag the head. Yes. And then they did the investigation. Mm-hmm. They got cleared, and then yep. Clarko said, oh, yeah, yeah, I told him to take the head. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Maybe don't tell him to go for his fucking head, mate. Because um, at, the, at the time, Ross Lyon was pretty furious because um, he said that if, you know, if that was his son or daughter, um, yep. and, you know, they come and get concussion, and he's like, hey, were you wearing a helmet? And they go, no. And he's like, oh. And, I mean, I've, I've, I'm pretty confident that Ross Lyon would be a big fan of punching people in the head. Oh mate, Without can gloves. you imagine
0: he he would have been? Can you imagine the cameras trying to roll in there where it's like CCTV? He would have been spray painting all those, or just you know putting
1: putting the photo up over the top of it of an empty change room. Yeah, sure. No, I mean I think it's pretty safe to say Ross Lyon at some stage in his life has run a fight club. Like he would have had to. <laughs> have. <laughs> There's nothing sure. So there was an article this week about Ross Lyon.
0: Um, Talking about – so uh, when you finish the season, players have exit interviews and, you know, a bit of a quick review. And one – so this is after the 2010 grand final replay. So obviously, you know, they've had the draw. They've got thumped in the grand final, uh and killed Kilda, And Brett Peake had to go in and see Ross Lyon for his exit interview. Now, he only had 13 disposals in the grand final. And how's this? Ross Lyon – now, he – Tell me whether or not he's danced around this, all right? He's tried to soften the blow here for, for Brett Peake in his 13th. Yeah, sure. Um, like He's kind of like, put a
1: message out there for Brett, but kind of wanted him to read between the lines and didn't want yes. to upset yeah. him, didn't want to offend him. Yeah. Just kind of so want to play a, says, play a straight bat, I suppose, to use a cricket analogy. Yeah, let let yeah.
0: Peakey go away, think about it, come back, hmm. have a decision. Hmm. So uh, Peakey says... Probably the best spray that I had was after the grand final. You go in for exit meetings. I wasn't contracted either. And we sit down and it was Ross and Greg Hutchison, the footy manager at the time. And Lion goes, for fuck's sake, has Peaky got a contract next year? Because you might as well tear it up. And while you're at it, Peaky, get out of the room. (laughs) So that was true to the word. I got up and left and like that was called for. Uh, I had a pretty disappointing finals game, and I went, I went away, and he ended up ringing me a couple of couple of days later, and said, "Come on, let's go for a coffee." And he goes, "Look, I overreacted," and I was like, "Nup, you
1: didn't." I think you'll find Ross Lyon said, uh, "For fuck's sake,s has Peaky got a contract next year? <laughs> because you might as well tear it up you wire out of Peaky. Get out of the room."
0: Um, I reckon he's held on to a few expletives there. I reckon he would have not just said, has he got a contract, get out. It would have been, you, you fucking weak motherfucker, get the fuck out of my room.
1: That's a a fairly nervous wait for a couple of days though, isn't it? When you kind of don't have a contract and you're waiting to see if you're going to get the call from the coach who's just told you (laughs) to rip up the contract and get out of the room. Well, he might have said he overreacted, but it doesn't. He didn't say, "Look, overreacted,
0: and here's a contract." He just said, "Hey, I overreacted. I'm telling you that now. Go pay for the fucking coffee
1: and get uh, get out of my sight." But not bad at Peaky too to kind of wear it. Like he kind of almost agreed with yeah uh, with Ross's statement. It's like I remember, and, uh, you know, I remember doing stand up like years and years ago, uh, and uh, it was like a theater, and there was like. I I was not doing well which is very rare for me. Mm, absolutely. Uh, you had one of those off off days that you often have. And because it was so quiet I could hear a bloke like in the third row or something and he turned to his mate and was like, <laughs> "Oh, get off the stage." And and I was I kind of agreed with him. I was like, "Yeah, I'm not <laughs> doing well. I really should yeah. Get yeah. out of here." Yeah.
0: Anyway, when the whole crowd started chanting and it wasn't that wasn't nice. <laughs> It wasn't uh,
1: nice. Hey, uh, we've got a bit of news from, um, I don't know if you know this guy, have you heard of him before? Uh, he's a Collingwood fan, just a Collingwood yeah. supporter, just oh a guy yeah. who, he, he loves Collingwood. Helps behind the scenes? Yeah, yeah. It's a guy called Eddie McGuire. I think he does volunteer work there maybe every now and then. Um, Sponsorship Yeah, maybe? he's just a big fan of Collingwood, yeah. Okay. Oh. So he kind of hooks them up, oh. like when they have a meat raffle, like he'll hook oh yeah. up like the, the meat raffle from the local butchers and stuff and...
0: Does he help you out with the banners and stuff? Is he that does, he? yeah. He's, he's a big fan. Yeah. He's
1: yeah. It's uh, I think I'm pronouncing Maguire correctly. It was mm. Eddie Maguire, yeah. So he's a big Collingwood fan. And well, he had a bit I'll to Google say. Him. He had a bit to say about the grand final.
0: What's he got for us? What's Ed so got?
1: He had a plan to get uh, 100,000 people at the grand final. Fantastic, so, man. Fantastic. Why wouldn't you, in this pandemic, just fucking jam them in? Get them in there, Ed. And, I mean, it's fascinating just for a, a simple man from, I think he grew up in Broadmeadows. Uh, suburb in Melbourne, sure. and he's obviously passionate about the game. Um, yeah. <laughs> so he had an idea, so get 100,000 people, so create a ring of steel that kind of goes it. from the kind of, uh, what we'd call it, the northern end of the MCG? Yeah. Be right? And then it kind of goes all around the car park, all around Holden Centre, all around Josh's Paddock, all around Amy Stadium. And so we kind of create this little bubble around Melbourne for the grand final. And oh, then
0: okay. So once you're in, mate, you're fucking in. That is it.
1: You stay. Well, that's you are a locked thing. in. You're not leaving the bubble, mate. So if you get a ticket to the grand final, so, I mm. mean, obviously, I'll <laughs> be going. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep. Although, I mean, I hope. I mean, fucking hell. I don't know if we're going to be close you're not leaving then. the state, mate. You're not leaving the state. You, can I dress up as you and go in? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, so... How about I send you
0: my... I'll wear my my Xavier uh, blazer and boater hat. Yeah, sure. Hello there. I am Michael Chamberlain. I'll send you my chinos. How good good was Hamilton, everybody?
1: (laughs) I'll send you my chinos and my cane and my top hat. (laughs) And my boater. Yeah. Yeah. What size RM Williams are you? (laughs) Um, So, the idea being, every Mm. person going gets a test on the Wednesday. Yep, yep. And then every person who comes to the ground or that area mm. in the yep. Ring of Steel, yeah, they get a rapid test. And so then, not
0: only have you got the Wednesday approval, you have negative, but then once you've got that, you've got to go on the Saturday and line up and get... 100,000 people have to line up and get a rapid test and get a negative again.
1: Yep, and they want to have 200 stations... That are doing the testing, and so I, I think you were saying it takes ten minutes with the rapid test, but also the rapid test is not yeah. as good as the regular test. Yes, so they
0: do. It's one in five provides a false negative, I believe, a false positive or false negative or some shit.
1: Dictator Dan said he wasn't a big fan of this idea by the fact he wasn't confident about the rapid test. Yep, and so I um. I had a oh, it says
0: here that with rapid antigen testing, five out of 100,000 tests provide a false positive.
1: Five out of 100,000? Yeah, fucking the roll of dice, Dan. i take that chance. Fucking, what are you waiting for? Five people. You know what? You know what? Okay, here we go.
0: You go to the grand final, right? And you're allowed to go. You get your test on the Wednesday. Don't worry about the, the rapid antigen testing. But once you go to that grand final, you are not leaving that bubble for 14 days. Now, how committed, how much are you willing to roll the dice on your team winning that grand final? Because you win that. They keep the bars open, party time, 14 days, you are fucking cooked. Yep. If you go down, like if it's Melbourne, you know, reliving the 2000 grand final where you get flogged by a record score and you've got to relive it as they replay the grand final over and over again, as you're sitting in the long room, just crying into your 7,000th beer on day 13 just going oh, i fucking wish i was dead
1: that would be so amazing if you if you went to the grand final and then film two weeks you had to live at the mcg cuz this was our idea last year with the hub yeah we had everybody living at the mcg and we'd film it big brother style and we've yep. become a reality sensation. Okay. But, I mean, so you can,
0: go, you can go to Rod Labour. You can go to Amy Park. There's High Sense Arena. There's enough stuff around. And it could be like food trucks and stuff. You could live in the car park there up to – because it says it goes to the Pullman. So you've got up to, uh, you know, Wellington Parade. Mm-hmm. So you've got a fair, fair bit of space to kind of wander around. It's its own little city with 100,000 people in it for 14 days. What
1: What could go wrong? You go to Margaret Court Arena. There you go. I mean, it's a, I mean, that's probably the best arena in all of Australia. Uh, you, know,
0: you name me a better, <laughs> more homophobic arena in the country. You can't. You just can't.
1: Yeah, it'd be kind of interesting, wouldn't it? And there would be food car. And that's the, that's the idea as well, to kind of create that carnival atmosphere of the MCG. But I don't get mm. it. Maybe I'm an idiot, but like, why does it have to go all around the Holden Centre and Amy Park and stuff like that as well? Because, I mean, if you just want to go and get a hot dog, you're not walking to the corner of... Amy Park no, to get a hot I dog. Know. I know, like yeah. there's only one, one footbridge, maybe two, to get you over there. I think like it's two. It's a fair yeah. hike to get anywhere. So I'm not quite sure why, why it doesn't all just happen in the car park area.
0: I I reckon it's probably just to spread it out so people aren't close to each other. Ah, you know, okay. like yeah, the disaster yeah. that they had at Gate Seven at Amy Park. But uh, but the, another uh, casualty of, of the grand final now is they're gonna they're scrapping the grand final parade in favour of a a COVID safe event. I don't want a COVID safe event. I want roll the parade. dice. You get out there. You lose a couple of players on the on the parade. So be it. It's a war of
1: attrition. This grand final. We've always been strong that if anything, the grand final parade is more important than the grand final. You know, in absolutely. I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I don't even watch the grand final. But I watch the oh, parade no, every I, year. I have a grand final
0: parade party, mm-hmm. and then I just go out shopping on the Saturday because there's no one around. Michael, it's fantastic.
1: I do my own little grand final parade parade just around my local area. <laughs> <laughs> I just t- get around in one of those kids' little cars that you have, and Love I just kind of you know put on the face paint and you know put on the streamers and stuff like that. And I and I I pretend I'm a player, and I. Mm. I get a child and put my and <laughs> driver around, yeah. and the, the child <laughs> screams until the police arrive and you've been told to cease and desist with that haven't you Oh uh,
0: yeah yeah but there's they, uh, there's they, a
1: few issues before the courts do um,
0: <laughs> they had an article here uh, you know talking about what they're going to do for the grand final parade and there's a video at the top of the article now the grand final parade you obviously see the players out there with the kids great day to celebrate fantastic for the kids to get a bit of atmosphere but then they've got a video here and it's Razor Ray, so th- do you reckon back when we were kids they had the umpires in the grand final parade? I'm gonna say no fucking Not at way. all. No. Yeah. So they've got Razor Ray sitting in the car in the back of the in the back of the Hilux. And he's with I'm gonna assume it's his child, because she's sitting on his lap. Now, let's say she's seven or eight years of age, right? Is it fair to take a child around do you reckon it either one protects him from the abuse that would normally come his way because they go, Razor, you f-? Uh, That's a, a good kid. take. That's actually a good take. He's got like, a yeah. kid. Or do yeah. people go, I hate this guy so much. <laughs> and then this girl comes home to her mum and just says... Mummy, what's a what's a low dog fuckhead? You yeah, know, would, why why people call him a fucking cheat? Why is Daddy a cheat? You what's really wrong are. With Daddy? You
1: are, really are taking a risk taking a kid in that in massively that, in that car. Yeah, Bec- and and you kind of wonder what's in it for the umpires apart, apart from the experience. But you just go, I know I'm going to. I mean, I'm speaking to someone who has yelled abuse at an umpire <laughs> <laughs> at the O eight Grand Final. So we did. Uh, where my friend was working at the Melbourne Town Hall, so she got us on a balcony on the corner of Flinders and. Collins, I think, whatever it went up. and and um, Flinders and Collins don't intersect, but that's okay. Uh, anyway, whatever. Swanson. <laughs> and so the car was coming around the corner, and I think it was Scotty McLaren. Does that sound right? He was in the yeah. car. And so I yelled at him. and it was like, you're a bloody idiot, McLaren. And he looked yeah. up. That was my little claim to fame. He heard it. And he looked up, and a little tear came down his cheek, and I knew I'd done my job. But raise no, a rate. Scotty McLaren. The man who came to see my comedy festival show a couple of years ago, you're abusing because him Because he mate. knows what pain is, mate. He knows what pain <laughs> is. <laughs> but um uh yeah, I mean, fucking hell the umpire's like surely and, and also Razor is the is the umpire. Yeah. Like, He's the one you want to abuse. He'd be coughing her from everywhere.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That poor little girl would just be like you you gotta give her the iPad and the headphones and crank that shit right up. Yeah. Like she can't hear anything. She's gotta have Head earbuds with you know big beats headphones over the top of that, so there is no chance that she's hearing jack shit. Yeah, yeah.
1: Although (laughs) maybe she turns around, she's like, Oh, they're saying some pretty, uh, pretty, uh, pretty real (laughs) things to your dad. Uh, Yeah, they're they're fucking right, dad. Dad, I've been saying, I've been saying this to your dad for a while now. Yeah, (laughs) you fucking idiot. Um, so they're gonna have 20,000 at Marvel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they're going to kind of do a lap of honour, essentially, with the players and the it's cups. It's just not the same. It's a long way to go. I think, a lot, like, lining
0: the path, and when you're outside the G, there's an energy to it. When you take it down to Marvel, people are just going to be like, yeah, you know, just the same parade around the ground. I don't think it's the same. Just scrap it for another year. Bring it back next year. Bigger, better, and stronger when Carlton are in the grand final.
1: Hey, uh, should we do a football in real life, mate?
0: You didn't, you didn't react to my little prediction of
1: Carlton in the... Oh, I don't deal in hypotheticals. <laughs> uh, f- actually, we, we talked about the um the four-colour pen last week. Oh, mate. The embarrassment of the four-colour pen. So, the pen that has the black, red, blue, green. We kind of uh, got to be excited Openly about Openly mocked it. Yeah, about the green. Yeah. yeah. So, we got a thing in here from James. Mm. Um, so, I can't sit idly by and let you besmirch the name of the glorious four-colour pen. The mm. four-banger. Uh oh. Also known as a chamber's bedroom. Uh <laughs> the four banger, as they're known in my industry, is the perfect thickness to hold with the flying gloves I had to wear as a navy helicopter pilot.
0: See that I uh, said we don't need this. We don't need real people riding and that's a that's a decent fucking job. You know, like here we are just being fucking idiots and someone goes, Oh, I'm a navy helicopter pilot. Oh good on you,
1: James. And you used a four but ba- you used a four banger, did ya? Said I had a Parker pen. What a pen. cool job! Yeah. Uh, by the way, James, Adam hates the troops. Uh, I had a <laughs> Parker pen for a while. I'm doing very well, but kept dropping it in the aircraft. The colours were also useful to make um, certain info stick out. Okay, that makes oh, sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know what info? Like fucking who to fucking drop the <whistles> the payload on. You know what I'm saying? Green, drop it.
1: Red, hang on to it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Parker pens, I think I've heard of, but I I did a little bit of research. Mm. And Parker
0: pens are what you get for like your twenty first from an auntie that you haven't seen in ages.
1: Yeah, sure. Parker pens yeah. are what I use when I um stab a bloke in the neck in casinos. <laughs> uh look at here though. I often use the Parker Duofold Hundred and Thirtieth Anniversary um pen That comes in at four and a half thousand dollars. Is that all? That's cheap. And then if I'm not using it out it's just like yeah. I can't just have a couple of the Parker duo centennial prestige metallic chrome fount- fountain pens and, and what they do you pay for at, those mate they come in at 1500 so yeah, okay i mean i you know i, I kind of hand them out like you know tic tacs um to some people <laughs> you know i meet mean, in the street every kid I hear every kid that comes on my grand final parade gets a parker yeah. pen <laughs> Fuck it, it's hush money um i want to hear from the navy helicopter
0: pilot i want to know james please Tell us what you've done, mate. Maybe, maybe, perhaps we've crossed paths, you know, because I've fucking served time over there. Oh, that's right. Know yeah, what
1: I'm yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. You actually did see you do stand up or something when I um, trip to yeah. Afghanistan or something.
0: Perhaps on the base Camp Baker. Maybe you were there, James. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about back in the war. Maybe uh, you're maybe you're Taj in Baghdad, buddy. Let's we let's talk about it.
1: From Sam, lads. I think I might currently hold the record for the most footballers in real life at once. I was just escaping Brisbane. So I think we got this yesterday. Yeah, we would have. Yeah. Uh, I was just escaping Brisbane lockdown f- by coming home to Melbourne. I'm doing very well. But do you have a Parker mm. Pen? Okay, Sam, so yeah. I mean, that's the question <laughs> now. And bumped into the entire Gold Coast, GWS, Sydney and Essendon escaping.: Oh, my as God. Well
0: footballer in real life overload
1: i imagine the size of that imagine the size of that gatorade bikaki i then had made (laughs) it my mission to do some research for the pod and here are the results not surprisingly matt rowell was in the bookstore buying several books in brackets nerd alert the gold coast (laughs) boys in general flocked to mad mechs to get their fill which might explain why why they always shit their pants under pressure Mate, that was prophetic. I mean, they
0: got done by ninety-eight points, and I don't think uh, Mad Max is the way to the way to do that. Uh,
1: the what do you
0: reckon Matt Rail's buying? What's he buying? What kind of books is he into?
1: What kind of book? I think he'd be in kind of like one of those kind of CEOs, self-helpy know, kind of inspirational kind of sort of you know, one. Like if I don't yeah, know if yeah. he has one, but like you know, like if Bill Gates told you how yeah. to kind of you know. Become successful yeah, yeah. or
0: th- Like the art of the deal That kind of thing
1: Well no I think that's a bit true That's a bit more trashy I think you've got to oh, be Oh okay more, He's not trash Yeah, yeah no, right, he'd, right. he'd be a bit more sophisticated Like if Bezos had a book out Which I don't know if he does yeah, But okay. you know um, You know Like telling people You know um, How to run You know um, Factories yeah, It's where a fat if, side where well where oh. workers you know have to <laughs> <laughs> get paid fuck all they try to create a yeah. union shut it down that they get yeah, screwed over you have to piss in a bottle and they 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 f- they, they give them short term contracts and so they really constantly and and they um have executives where uh from one report I read a couple of years ago uh, a bloke um was at work and he had chemo tubes in his body um but still felt obliged to go to work because obviously he was going to get sacked. Having yeah, I would, have, I would have thought that, <laughs> that had probably affected Matt Rail's performance reading. That. But anyway, who am I, who am I to say? Uh, on the other hand, the GWS boys preferred a coffee at Merlot Cafe uh, with the on-board brigade of Josh Kelly, Lockie Whitfield and Tim Taranto sticking together like three besties. The As Sydney boys were the least happy about my advances, in particular the big badoir. Uh hey. I guess Carlo colo can't buy your personality. Uh, Bang! The biggest scoop of all was Stewie Jew was spotted in brackets, uh, in capitals, without food in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he must be dieting. Jacob Hopper, GBS lift, list manager, Jason McCartney, and Essendon assistant, Blake Carousella had to be uh, summoned several times over the late speaker, uh, with Blake called upwards of four times. That's uh, incredible. Like, there's
0: probably, what, how many flights coming back to Melbourne? Two? You have to be on it, Blake, because... Basically, you're not coming down to Melbourne if you don't get on that flight. Blake Carousella, be better.
1: Have you been called for a flight
0: before? Oh, yeah. I was so hungover in Sydney one day, and I think I was throwing up in the bathroom and walked to <laughs> the gate. I was so crook, and I walked to the gate, and the the guy took the, the my boarding pass off me. He goes, mate, we nearly didn't let you on this flight. And I was like, well, what does nearly mean? I'm walking on, and I <laughs> just walked on. It's like, I nearly won Tats Lotto, yeah, but I'm... I, no, I didn't. Like, I wanted, or I'm either on or I'm off. So I just fucking, it was not a good flight.
1: Uh, even made worse by the fact it was on Tiger. Hey-oh! <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> like, man, you got you got to get out of lockdown, dude. <laughs> and um, oh, I actually really do. Uh, Sam sent her photos. I can't seem to open them, like, uh, yeah. from my email at this stage. But I remember there was a, there's a photo with horse. And then the photos are... Mate, he's go,
0: there's about 16 photos. It's fantastic. Yeah, he's yeah, gone it's it's really well. Really
1: um, I don't know if yeah, you can get them he up. He says, overall,
0: computer. I hope I've given you some great content for the podcast and I've also been arrested for stalking. i just boys. looking closely. So, Thank you, Sam. There's one with Matt Rao. I think it's the
1: greatest day. Horse. And is Tom
0: Hickey there? I think it was Tom Hickey.
1: I can't quite see. Um, anyway, this there. is not great pottying. No. It's, but it's thank you, Sam. That was fantastic.
0: What, what an overload. That is... By far someone The only way you can top that
1: Is if you get stuck in the um, In the hub We're going to hit the road We are time out for part Gmail, Twitter, Facebook And the gram Go Hawks Go Hawks Yes the fucking Hawks Oh What a fucking scratch we fight real hard to win every match we're the half flying bummers from windy hill we're the toughest with the team we're gonna kill listen up guys because richmond's here and we're the only team that you should fear the black and gold
0: ain't where it's at the blues are the team that'll knock them all flat stop your bossing, the saints have arrived you'll all be sorry when we make the five y'all may be tough but have no fear it's collywood's turn for the flag this year